0: You're experiencing the Authentic Chaos Podcast, an exploration into our inner selves and journeys of self-discovery. I'm your host, Bahagen Yernosian, back after a bit of a hiatus. I took some time off, did some traveling, traveled with my partner around Europe, which was a really fun trip. And it was, I I was thinking about maybe doing an episode while I was traveling, but got so busy and doing so many different things and never didn't really find any inspiration immediately to do a podcast and I I don't like to push these things when I'm not feeling it but now that I've had time to reflect and time to think about the things that I've experienced and reflect on certain things I've come up with some things I want to talk about Um, so I want to start with a question why does anyone care about Paris And I mean that like kind of rhetorically, but also kind of seriously, like why do people care about Paris? I mean, I loved Paris. I loved exploring it. It was really cool. There's a lot of history there, but I also love history and I love reading about history and understanding what came before. But I know a lot of people don't really look into that. They don't really think about how ancient Paris is. And I wasn't really aware of how ancient Paris was until I explored some of the archaeological sites uh, under Notre Dame, which were super, super cool. If you ever get a chance to visit, um, right around Notre Dame, there's this really cool archaeological crypt where you can see the the um, the ancient parts of Paris. Um, for those unaware... In the around the first century. So before the first century in this current epoch, uh, the Gauls had like control of Paris and it was like a small fishing village um, around where Notre Dame is actually on that island. The Romans found it and decided that this was actually a very useful trading port and decided to take it over. So it was a very important port for for the Romans um, and they eventually created like a more of an influence there and upon reading it and like uh, understanding it a bit more I started to think about the Roman Empire you know as uh, as men do apparently uh, according to social media Um, and I was Uh, interested in how the Romans saw the Gauls and the Germanic tribes they saw them as barbarians right Uh, the uncultured folk and why were they considered barbarians the Gauls the Germans nowadays it it would be it would seem ridiculous to consider French and Germans barbarians or a a different race even compared to Italians or English Um, but you turn the clock back enough and you see like, oh, actually people considered them very different, very different uh, peoples. Um, And the reasons why they saw that the Romans saw them as barbarians was because they were different cultures, had different languages, um, seemed to be a mismatch of different peoples that they didn't quite understand. And maybe they considered them barbarians because they didn't see them... As human they didn't see them as having the same empathy as having the same value as them as sentient beings they couldn't communicate with them they didn't know what they were saying they didn't know what they were doing so they were of course they were less than they were subhuman they were basically animals and so it struck me as interesting how A lot of these mentalities, like, we like to think that we're so much more forward-thinking than we were in the past, and that we've learned all these lessons, but maybe we still consider certain groups of people barbarians to this day. In fact, in the U.S., it's very common to consider uh, maybe Muslims as a bit barbaric, and especially Arabs as barbaric. We... We in the U.S. and in the West have, the, have similar views as the Romans did toward the Gauls and the, and the German and the Germanic tribes, where we see Arabs as a single peoples rather than a, a, a tapestry of diverse peoples, diverse cultures, diverse languages, diverse customs but it's easy when you're on the inside of the empire to see the people on the outside that you can't communicate with that you don't quite understand that maybe don't share the exact same values you do and see them as others as less than human the you can see how this same the the history of Paris thus kind of acts as a portal not just into our history and empires of long gone long past but a portal into our own minds a reflection on how we are just repeating similar cycles that we like to think that we've been we've been growing from and just like the, we now look back at the how the Romans saw these other groups, and we look back and we say like that's ridiculous. And now we consider all Europeans to be under the same kind of umbrella. Similarly, I think in the in the future people will look at how we describe how we talk about Arabs and Muslims today and say that we were similarly so. Uh, narrow-minded narrow-sighted we didn't we missed the empathetic cues that we needed to understand that they are humans just like us they are just as respectful just as as sentient as we are and it's hard for us to see but maybe seeing is the problem because what we see with our eyes betrays what is actually true. When we look at other people, we see strange faces, strange skin colors, hear strange languages. But a lot of these are just kind of cosmetic changes because in the root, we're all the same. Underneath it all, we're all the same. These lessons of the past aren't just stories of a bygone era. They are very permanent Lessons for the few, for the current day. Reminders that we should know better. We should re- recognize that we aren't different species. We aren't different alien races. We are the same race of beings. We are the same in so many ways. We share more in common than is different. And so why do we care about Paris? Why Paris of all places? Just because there's a big tower that lights up occasionally? Or is it the reason that people have gone have gone to Paris since Paris was before Paris was even Paris? Why did the Gauls go to Paris in the first place? Well, um paris much like most european cities is built on a river and rivers fresh water has been a a common source of people of civilizations since since the like uh since our prehistoric days our neolithic and protolithic days um look at some of the old civilizations of humanity and you will see fresh water you look at egypt where egypt is on the nile mesopotamia between the tigris and the euphrates even china with the yellow river rivers have been an important part and fresh just water in general but especially fresh water has been an important gathering point for people because it provides you food but also water and it can help regulate temperatures so of course so you can we can see that like why people would have initially come there and then of course the romans saw it as an important trading port because it was on a river and there was a lot of fish in the area so as that happened more and more people were able to come and the city was able to sustain more and more people and then as the empires started to grow, and maybe the Romans collapsed, but then the French, the Gauls came back and became the French, we see that uh, their empires were starting to use those rivers as ways of transportation, and ways of communicating and doing commerce with greater uh, with greater areas, and now maybe most of our commerce doesn't need to be done through those same rivers, but have. But as those the riches of those empires grew, the prominence of those empires grew. And so they were able to put more resources into making these cities as places to be, places to aspire to go to. In the U.S., we can reflect on that too. Just like Paris is a point where people want to go to New York City and L.A. These are places that are known across the world. Even among people that have never been to the U.S., people know of these cities. And if you want to know why, it's very similar to the reason that Paris is so well known. So is there anything that we can actually gain from the past? Or is the past just stories? This is a constant theme of my life where... It's important to recognize where we came from to understand why, why things are the way they are. And maybe through that, you'll learn a little bit more about why certain places are as important as they are and finding the things that are as important. I mean, I'll tell you that when, I'm in Pari- when I was in Paris, this is my first time, um, I, the Eiffel Tower was neat, but it wasn't what was most in- interesting to me. I'm more interested in seeing how humans develop and how humans like come together to co- create these these places these cultural centers. How does culture form? What is culture? But the interactions of human of people on a much larger scale. And when you see culture as this inner this multi this larger scale interaction between people you see that you are a part of the culture that you are in we all play an active part in it just like this and these cultural elements are what make these places places that people want to go to you can see it in the architecture you can see it in the food you can see it in the streets and how easy it is to get around and how every corner of the city in this case paris is is just this meeting ground of both like tra- like both transportation like so with like um lots of roads coming together but also cafes bars restaurants um uh, shops and uh and residential areas all constantly intermixed for as far as the eye can see you can walk for for kilometers and kilometers since we were on the metric system <laughs> and uh you will see very similar corners very similar life all over the city and it's a beautiful thing to see it's a beautiful thing to see these cities being as diverse as they are as they have been for a long long time because the history of these cities aren't just the history of one people they're the history of the movement of generations of peoples of thousands of years of different groups of people trying to make their way trying to survive trying to thrive in an unfamiliar in a chaotic world trying to find the places that are the best for them to have a chance to grow, to grow their families, to grow their communities, to grow their cities, to grow their countries, to grow their world. Because ultimately we are more than just the families, the cities, the nations. We are a global people that have had global movements Throughout the thousands of years of Homo sapien. And it's hard to see because we don't have the luxury as individuals to live for thousands of years. Not even barely even hundreds of years. And because of that, I think we miss a lot of the context of what we what came before. And that lack of perspective can make us narrow sighted. We can say like, "Oh, well, I guess Paris is a is a place to go because it has a big tower. Rome is a place to go because of uh, pasta and pizza. Uh, New York is a place to go because it's a it's a it got some big fruit or something like that." But in doing so, in making these very quick general over of these places, we wash over the history of humans and the beauty of our story and the depth of our perspective so i ask you ask yourself why is paris so important to you what is such the what is such a big deal and if you don't care about paris why not why isn't paris a bigger deal to you why isn't uh what about Cairo, why isn't Cairo or Giza a bigger deal to you? Or New York, or you know, uh, Morocco. I know it's not a not really a, a, a city, but I was kind of blanking. <laughs> uh, or like Baghdad, uh, or Damascus, uh, or even more modern places like, I don't know. Why is uh Why is Dubai a big deal to you, or why is Dubai not a big deal to you? Um, I have some some takes on Dubai, uh, personally, um, which I don't think I, I have no interest in going to Dubai. It's one of the few places I have no interest in going to. Uh, partly ethical because it is a city built from on the back of slave labor. Uh, but also partly that even if it wasn't, even if it was 100% ethically made by an ethical government, I would probably have no interest just because the it is so new that it doesn't have enough history, enough, not enough people have lived there enough for me to be interested in seeing how people have have like shaped it. Uh, but it's also the same, but uh, for the same reason, I have very little interest in going to a lot of malls or shopping in general. Um, but but uh, that, I, I digress there. But the point is, if you have, uh, we have these beliefs in our head, we have these thoughts, we have these ideas that are oftentimes pushed onto us through various media propaganda, whatever you want to call it. And so many people live saying, I want to go to these places. I want to go see Paris. I want to see uh, New York. I want to see London. But why? Ask yourself why. Because the answer that you might get, the answer that you'll get to that question of why you care about one place over another I think will help give you a little bit more insight into, like, why you think, why you feel the way you do, why you think the way you do. We're trying to scratch the surface here of getting deeper into who we are, but in a in a more in a safe way. I'm not asking you to tackle your biggest vulnerabilities here or your biggest traumas. That will that could inevitably happen in time, but we get there not by not by running a marathon, but by taking that first step that first step into the unknown of who you are and why you feel, why you think the way you think, why you feel the way you feel. This is part of understanding your authentic chaos, the parts of you that you don't understand. But that do affect who you are, and why you believe the things that you want to believe. If we don't constantly question why we believe the things we want to, that the things that we believe, if we don't constantly question the perspective we have, we will fall into the same, into the same patterns that we've fallen into the past. From even the pre-roman era where we considered the people that looked like us as barbarians and i want to i want us to have a kinder world a more loving world and to do that we have to ask ourselves why why do i care about paris why do i why do i have negative feelings about a certain group of people why do i have positive feelings about a certain group of people why do I have positive feelings about a certain part of me? Why do I have negative feelings about a certain part of me? Why are some feelings I consider positive, And why do I consider some feelings negative? It's through this pro- progression of questions that I've come to truly understand myself on a much deeper level and kind of free myself from the prison of my own mind and allow myself to have the freedom to become the person I want to be at every moment. I am constantly changing. I am constantly reflecting on the things I believe and questioning the things I believe. When I hear information that potentially counters something I believe in I evaluate I figure I ask myself what is this belief I had it is now being questioned by new information Uh is this is this information like from a like a reliable source does it make sense with my other beliefs or is my belief that is being questioned maybe not as solid as I thought and then I modify I modify what's necessary. If the information is not is not right, then maybe I'll look into that and modify that. If my belief isn't right or doesn't feel right anymore, I'll modify that. It's this free-flowing nature that makes us able to be who we are. Some people will want to call it free will, and if you want to call it free will, then go for it. I think it's the... The having control of who you are by having the freedom to be who you want to be. That's free will, that's free will. And it's something I want in more of us because I think it is necessary to make that kinder world. We should avoid seeing others as different, as not worthy of of respect. The minute that we see another person and we feel disgust, or hate we should ask ourselves why and is this a feeling that i want to be felt toward me is this a feeling i want someone to have when they look at me when they don't understand me and maybe when we ask these questions it'll help us get a little bit more empathetic so why should you care about paris I don't know. There's no real answer to that, right, right or wrong. I told you why I care, or why I found to care. But you should ask yourself why you care. Thank you so much for listening. It's been, uh, this has been a long time coming. Hopefully we'll have some more episodes coming. I'm pl- not planning on traveling for a while, but, you know, holidays are coming up, so who knows. Um. If you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, uh, or uh, YouTube, make sure to like and follow the, the channel. Or, um, it helps out. Uh, let me know if you have something you want to talk about. Uh, I'm happy to have more guests on. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. And as always, embrace your chaos with kindness. We all deserve that kindness. Thank you very much.